microphone and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! Hey, little girl, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? I got a bad desire. Tell me now, baby, is it good to you? And can he do to you the things that I do? Oh, no. I can take you high. Oh, I'm on fire. All right. We're back in the studio, one o, episode 104. We're trying to get this in before the uh, final four games start. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, but that's all right. We're, yeah, we're going to watch some of it while we are here, I guess. It's uh, just Virginia. It's nothing exciting. Although, I think Virginia's going to do pretty well on this. So, I have everything left that the only way I can make any money on this tournament is if Virginia wins. So, that's a bad sign if you're a Virginia fan, because... <laughs> I haven't been making a ton of money. But I, I did pick an ACC. Didn't someone in our bracket had Virginia and winning? Oh, really? I think someone, yeah. Um, in, in the one that I was in that had 30, whatever, 40 entries, every single person picked a one seed. Nobody picked a two seed to win it. So um, I, I wanted to ask your opinion. So I got, I forget what I got. ACC team will win. I imagine it's pretty close to even money. Probably a little less than even money. Maybe it was like minus 120. Would you hedge? You have a 1 in 4 chance. I mean, it's too late now, I think. You'd have to like do it during the podcast, right? Yeah, I mean, I can gamble during our podcast. It's not hard. There's not a lot of thought that goes into it, but I'm wondering. I was just watching that Showtime show, Action. It's about sports betting. Somebody else was talking about that. It was kind okay. of bad. Kind of bad. But, you know those guys that, like, go, I've got the game of the year, right? This so is the, the same clip that my friend was telling me So they me showed this one guy, and uh, he basically, like, does that. He goes on social media and says, I got, like, the game of the year. And everyone, you just see his account. Like, he's got his, like, he's got his uh, Gmail account up, and it's just... Ding, 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 ding. Like, all these people. $500 people pay to get this game of the year. And in the amount of 30, 40 minutes, he made $100,000 just for giving his game of the year. Wow. And he, it's, it's not even a real thing. <laughs> you know? The guy's just, like, making shit up. I mean, I'm sure he's got a pretty educated guess, but who the hell knows? You know? Um, it's not a very good documentary. It's kind of not, there's no like through line. There's just kind of like bouncing around. Um, have you been to Atlantic City? I, I, they showed the ocean. I've never even heard of that casino. And it's like this new casino over there. And it's like huge. Now, the last time I went to Atlantic City, the uh, Borgata was the big one. This thing is massive. Uh, but anyway. So, uh, yeah, we're going to get try to get through this uh, at a decent rate. All right, so we were talking about movies that we just saw pretty recently um, this week that aren't new releases. Yeah, so I watched Bumblebee. And what did you think? 
I thought it was fine. But you didn't think it was great? Like everyone I, says it was I like didn't a, think it was great, but I appreciated the way they like they took the um, the Transformer stuff mm-hmm. and made it more of a cartoon to kind of play to kids a little bit more. So the action is like a very cartoony. Okay. Um, and uh, I don't know. It had a little bit of a heart. It had a little bit of a E.T. type vibe. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, it was fine. Um, I saw a Simple Favor. Oh. Did you see that? I feel like I did see that with Anna Kendrick. Yeah, it's Anna Kendrick and... Um, yeah, it did Blake Lively. That, I can't remember it. It's very forgettable. Paul Feig directed oh, it. Yes, I do remember the end. Yes. So I thought it was really good up until the last third of the movie kind of fell off the rails for me. Okay. But I was like into it at first. I was like, like I'm interested in comedy directors making uh, thrillers. Like it adds a different. It just it changes the angle a little bit. Like people like are coming Joker? from. Dude. <laughs> well, let's talk about Simple Favor. But, uh, so yeah, it's a movie where Anna Kendrick is like a YouTube blogger mom, and she becomes friends with Blake Lively, who's this mysterious, like, mom at school. And then she disappears, dies, whatever, and it's a whole. It was very forgettable. Mystery. Like, I can't remember the, like, the plot, or I just remember there's, like, all these, like, plot twisted. Yeah, there, there's a lot of stuff that, yeah, it got a little convoluted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I thought for sure you'd have seen it, so. Yeah, I saw it a while ago. Um, so, yeah, I gave it like, I go into Netflix, I give it like a three out of five. Was it on Netflix now? Well, I still have a rental on Netflix. Oh, that's right. I still get one DVD. I thought I was getting that DVD that, uh, sorry to bother you. What? You said you were going to lend that to me. And then I send it back in the mail. That never happened. What movie? What? Sorry. The Sorry to Bother You movie. The one with... Um, Lake, uh, where he's uh, like the telemarketer. Oh. Yeah, I was. Did you watch it? Yeah. How was it? Fucking weird. <laughs> but I never got it. You never brought it Dude, back. Dude, you're going to... I can't wait for you to see that. That might have to be its own podcast when you see that. Okay. Um, there was a reason I didn't... Anyway, we don't need to do that on the air. Um, I apologize. I don't know. At some point you were like, hey, I'll just give it to you and then you could just return it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, I remember that. Um, anyway. So, that was a weird movie, huh? Yeah. Uh, what do you... What, um... Yeah, really weird. Like, funky... At first, that's another one where at first I was like... Well, it's got like so many good reviews. At first I was like, dude, I love what they're doing with this. Because it's got that, um... I don't want it, to... It's just really... This is really, um... <laughs> generalizing things a lot. But it's got that Jordan Peele sort of so, social commentary happening while things are happening. Um, it's not scary like that, but it's like... It does it with a lot more satire than he does. Um, and so you're like, okay, that's cool. Like, I like what they're doing here. It's like very Michelle Gondry with the way that it makes, like, these worlds within it. But, um... And it just goes really, really far. I'm not saying it went too far, like, that it's offensive. It just goes really far, and you're just like, oh, that's a lot. 
Okay. Yeah, and I'm not gonna. I don't want to tell you more than that because. Uh, but that's yeah. Sorry to bother you. Um, well, but thanks for reminding me that I didn't give it to you six weeks ago <laughs> when I had it. Um, so, uh, do you have any notes? Um, no, I guess uh, my notes are topic the TV stuff. All right, so my notes. I found this. And find it. I, I yeah. I guess I found it on, my, on an email. This guy made a Google, um, like a Google Doc about nineteen like ni- early nineteen nineties bands that covered songs by other bands that were still making music, and like rated them. And I like love it. Okay. And I've been just going through and playing all of these songs for the last I'm couple have of days. To, uh, you're going to have to forward me that. For, for, well, I mean, it's mostly all indie bands, so it's, it's probably not... Uh, I'm trying to think of like a really... Um, like a really popular... So like, one of the first ones they bring up is The Cure's Just Like Heaven. Dinosaur Jr. covered Just Like Heaven. I loved that version growing up. Um, it was my answering machine, my poor parents. It was like this guy like yelling at the end of that song. Um, Speaking of the cure, did you hear that Howard Stern inter- like clip where they had the girl interviewing the cure? Well, it wasn't his... So, yes. Yeah. It's not it his clip. Right, he was yeah. playing the clip. So, what's really interesting about that is that was, that, made, that was a pretty big deal, that clip. So, there's a clip where this girl walks up, she's like, oh my God, are you guys so excited to be here? And he's like, apparently not as much as you are. Yeah, and then he's basically like, we don't think of ourselves as, like, needing this recognition to think that we've made it. And she's making it feel like, oh, this is such a big deal. He's like, eh, I feel like I've done a lot. I, I actually, okay, so I'm glad that you, I'm actually glad you brought this all up. So, I was talking to a friend of mine about it on Thursday, and he said that he knows that girl really well. And he's like, she's really cool, and she's like a really good interviewer. And part of her shtick is to get you to like be uncomfortable, like not like in a bad way, not like Tom Green, like you know, but like to make you say to try to get a side of you that you're not normally used to portraying. And um, he's like, yeah. So we were talking about how if most of the places that you've seen that clip of her interviewing him, just. Like, they'll just go that opening line where she's like, oh my God, he's so excited to be here. And he's like, yeah. apparently not as much as you. And they cut it there. But what they did on the Howard Stern that I thought was really good is they played the next couple lines. And she, you could tell she was totally thrown by it. And she was trying to get it back, but she was just so thrown that she kept yeah. trying to bring it in. And I thought that he was actually really nice. Because I think oh, he, yeah. he yeah, caught he himself in the moment making, realizing, like, oh, I just made this girl look like an asshole. That wasn't his intention. And so he's trying to acquiesce to what she's asking, but it just was so far off the rails yeah. at that point. Um, I thought it was really good that they showed all that because it, it helped um, save, uh, anyway, you know, what you'd think of him. I'm trying to get look at some other songs on here. Like, um, there's a lot of R.E.M. songs. R.E.M. was covered by, like, The Replacements, 10,000 Maniacs, Pavement, But All Surfers. Um... Who else? There's a good one. Somebody covered Take the Skinheads Bowling. Um, those kinds of songs. I don't know how excited you're going to be about this. No, Tori Amos covering Smells Like Teen Spirit. Okay. Um, How's that? 
Uh, I didn't. That's the last one. That's on. That's on the last. One. You never heard that before? It's I, slow. I don't remember. Okay, she's playing piano. Um. Um. So yeah, it's a list. I, I guess I could post it. I thought it was pretty cool. Um. The Lemonheads covering Luca. Anyway, there's this good podcast called Coverville, which I listen to a bunch. Oh yeah. Um, which is all like cover, like people covering songs. And they do, like, different categories. Uh, I gotta say that the guy who, like, is the host is very boring. But if you have your podcast app and you press play on it and you're on that home screen with the play, you can scroll up and see every song that is being covered and, like, who's the, who's doing the cover. And you can just skip right to it. You don't have to, like, listen to the guy. Nothing worse than having to listen to a couple of bad radio uh, podcasts. Hosts. Yeah, exactly. But the guy, I, he's like super boring. He's like the energy vampire in the fucking what we do in the shadows. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That's the there. best part. The okay. Second second episode. He's right. fucking hilarious. So, um, my notes. So there's that, and I wanted. I want, the one thing I really wanted to get your opinion on, for some reason, this is just really sticking with me, and it has been the last couple of days, is um, how much is it okay to touch people when, you, when you're, like, with them, when you talk to them? What do you mean? Well, the Joe Biden stuff. Oh, the kissing on the head? I'm so, I am so fascinated with this whole Joe Biden thing. <laughs> uh, I think, and again... Apparently, like, you should... Let's just take okay. Republicans, Democrats out of it. Let's just take them all out Listen, of it. Listen, my grandfather, like, would always, like, like be, you know, touch and, like, be friendly that way. So, like, I, mean, I think maybe it's just an older generation thing. Like, you and I, we don't even, like, we don't even, like, high five or anything. No, we, we never touch. We don't have any kind of introduction to each other. No, I mean, most people, most people, what's, what's your introduction with most people? Uh, shake hands or a little Well, all right, but I mean, like... What do you mean? Like in a familiar role. Like if we're go, like we're gonna go meet if we go meet Eric at a game, just go away. He what's shows up? up. You just say hey, what's up, right? You know, yeah, yeah. like my I go in with a high five, fist bump. That's my thing. I think. I think I. I think that's my go to more often than anything. Not saying it's like I, I don't consciously do it. That makes me feel comfortable. Okay. With somebody. Um, Obviously, it's someone I haven't seen in a while. I do like the the shake with one hand and like and then the. the the pat on the back. The pat, yeah, the wrap, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I'm pretty, I'm pretty into like that. you, I see you all the time. I don't need to like... You and I, you and I, I've never thought about it until right now, but you and I have no sort of... <laughs> greeting. Greeting. And we certainly won't now because it'll be so self-conscious when we do. Yeah, exactly. But, okay, so what do you think of this old Joe Biden thing? Like, I think it's a little overblown. I do too. And I think it's crazy. I think, I think, um, you know. And everyone's now posting the, uh, the president's speech inside the, the van to go with this Joe Biden thing. Like, all right, so which is worse? This Joe Biden thing or they'll grab you the, yeah, grab yeah. You the thing? Yeah, so like that, that's when you know the things jump the shark. Yeah. When this guy, when like Trump's making, when he's making jokes about it, like here's a guy with like 20 open sexual assault like people with sexual assault like uh, um, accusations against him and he's going to make fun of this guy for for being like with his weird interactions 
<laughs> Again, they're weird interactions, so I it get is it. weird. But I think it's a lot. I'm kind of. I mean, all right. So that's one of the reasons I'm so into this is because, I mean, I like Joe Biden. I think he's, you know, seems like a really likable guy. Guy gave a lot up for his country. He, like lost a lot of family and stuff. And apparently, that's just the way. Look, I don't. I don't like when people just say, hey, that's just the way he is, because that doesn't necessarily mean it's okay. But the question that I've had and uh, is, like, did, did, is it the sort of thing you need to go make public? Or is it the sort of thing where you maybe you, you find a way to say, hey, that made me uncomfortable. Please, you know, we don't need press conferences that say, yeah. hey, he, you know, because one... Well, um, social media has just been, like, so disruptive in so many yes. ways. And I think uh, John Oliver did some whole thing. Uh, I can't remember it verbatim, but he did something, like, a couple of weeks ago about how much social media, like, we need to just wreck somebody. Like, and he was talking about the scandal with the... Um, them going to college or whatever, yeah. and he's like, how much do we need to wreck By the way, kids? I, I have an off-the-air story about the college scandal. Dude, they're going to prison. Did you read that? that I'll, I'll talk to you about it. They're not going to prison. I mean, they'll go for like... They're not going to prison. They're going to pay a big fine and that's it. I don't know. They. Uh, everyone says that they're gonna. there's going to be some jail. Well, time. they don't seem to think that they're going to be going to jail. Apparently, because I've seen her like just laughing and running around. Lori Laughlin just enjoying life. Um, Looks like someone's singing the national anthem right now. Okay. So... Um, Anyway, uh, so the Biden thing. So, like, number one, the big problem is now you're, like, discouraging his name. And because, yes, because everybody is so quick to jump on everything, it gets thrown in that he's, like, a, a sexual assaulter. Yeah. And he, all, I mean, he's just, you know, maybe tone deaf on how to agree people. Yeah. Um, and actually, it's, like, I think what he's doing is a very loving. Like, that's the worst part is it's, like. I'm not equating it to Santa Claus, but it's like it's like you know, if if all of a sudden Santa Claus, you're not allowed to sit on his lap, and that's coming, right? Yeah. Like all this shit is heading down this road because the, and that I had this conversation with someone, you know, even though I lean more liberal, the the left that this left is really dangerous. Like the people that get offended and over you know overdone by all this. Um, but the second thing that's really bad about it is. Now it gets mixed up in all these sexual assaults, and it diminishes people who actually go through something really horrible. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like, and so, like, a victim who's really gone through something horrible is her experience is getting roped in with Joe Biden, like, giving you a little shoulder, like, a little <laughs> shoulder rub before you went out to give a speech. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, anyway. It's one of the things that just really bothers me. I mean,. I mean, not. I mean, you think that there's any way that guy's electable now after this? Uh, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, what do you think about this, Jesse Smollett? Uh, oh Nicole? yeah. Well, we're just gonna keep, we're gonna go down the headlines. Yeah. So Good. every uh, the entire city of Chicago like is pissed. What is wrong with this guy? Just pay the hundred thirty thousand and go away. No, but I'm saying like all the cops and even the mayor like came out on TV and said. Like, this is bullshit. It shouldn't be dropped. Like, he okay. did all this stuff. But it got dropped, and so now... And he keeps coming out and saying, I told you! 
I was innocent. So this moron. This guy should just stop talking. Exactly, and not just that, but like he was he was issued to pay one hundred and thirty thousand in like court fines yeah. for this, and he's like, "Fuck that! I'm not paying that." Fees. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, go away. It's your best bet right now. People will forget. I bet you about one hundred thirty thousand. A pretty big chunk of change for this. Listen, guy. Also, yeah, it's true. I'm not saying it's easy to do. Yeah. I'm not saying just pay it, like, but figure out, a, set up a payment plan. <laughs> this might be the first, this might be, Jesse, Jesse Smollett may wind up bringing our country together because it's the one person that everybody hates. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he is um, uh, a minor, uh, um, a homosexual minority and the fact that it's still okay for everybody to hate him really means everybody's going to get take their shots. This country. He's what a, a place. He's, he's also never going to be hired again. Yeah. Uh, I was reading about how they just had their, you know, at whatever, CinemaCon, and they're like, we, they got to they gotta decide what they're going to do before the upfronts with Jesse Smollett, like how they're going to handle this. I tell you how they're going to handle it. You're just going to write that motherfucker off the yeah, show as fast done. as possible. You see the Chris Rock thing? I did. I read that he said something, but I didn't. I didn't listen to it. It was good. So, you know, Jesse Small was up for uh, an NAACP award, and I guess they told Chris Rock that. I guess they told presenters that they just weren't allowed to, or at least him, he could talk about anything he wants, just not make fun of Jesse Smollett. <laughs> and he, of course, was like, "They just told me that I." I he's like, "They told me I could talk about anything except for Jesse Smollett," and then he just starts going off on. Like, what, what, what is he thinking? And he's mostly about like how he has really nice skin. And he's like, if I could have had that skin, I'd be so much you know richer and yeah. you know that kind of stuff. Um, anyway, so that's my my notes. That was good. All right, we we bit through Sounds about more richer. He's fucking pretty wealthy. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, yeah. So uh, all right, so we get to some uh, TV since we're watching TV right, right. now. Okay. Um, Other than basketball, what have you been watching? Uh, there's a lot of stuff on right now. Um, so I guess the documentary for the serial movie or the serial documentary just finished. Anyad Sayed. Yeah. And I have to say, if I ever get in trouble, I am calling that nerdy blonde lawyer that's, that they found. Yes. The woman? Yeah, that they found on Reddit. She's I like, agree. Read it. She's like, oh, this girl was like, she wrote like a thirty-page thing on Reddit, and I contacted her, and then this girl like went through some, sh- like went through everything. Like, yeah. Why isn't she, she like his lawyer? I don't know. She, dude, the the whole fact. I mean, I I I'm, I agree with you. So all right, so let's just give a little preface. It's uh, there was a serial podcast about this kid. Uh, Anyang, what's his name? Adnan Syed. Adnan Syed. And did you listen to the serial? Yes. Yeah, me too. Okay. So this doesn't really shed that much new stuff. And he killed his ex girlfriend. Well, his ex girlfriend was murdered. Murdered, and they they basically arrested him. And doing a lot of research, it seems like he didn't do it, but there's, so, a, lot, there's a lot of holes in the yeah. yeah there's the their their star witness was the guy that supposedly helped him bury her. But he... And he had a terrible, like, process. He get a defense lawyer in the beginning. Yeah. And 
and they didn't they never even interviewed his alibi or like yeah. you know the person he was supposedly with and this guy that was their star witness was obviously coached through his confession and he is about I mean he's about as reliable as I don't know yeah you know as Paul Manafort yeah it's just watching that documentary and seeing how many times he changed the story it was just like how can they like make this guy but I mean like when the jury sees this and he's going yep I helped him do it he called me up and like he gives the whole story it's hard to be like oh yeah 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 um no, he's, um, yeah, so it's, I thought it was really good. It was, um, I had read on Saturday before it, it, the finale was last Sunday on Saturday that they found none of his DNA on her, which is huge. Yeah. So I don't know, you know, but I'm with you. So I don't know if that girl is that good or if they're that bad. Like the fact that she is, there's this lawyer, she's not the star of it. She's like. To be like after the serial fourth or fifth podcast billing. came out, like there's all these like message boards. Yeah, and this girl took it upon herself to like, who's like a, I think she's a lawyer. Yeah, she's a lawyer. Uh, took it upon herself to like go through some of the facts of the case and like wrote this like thirty page essay about it, like detailing like all the mistakes that you know were made in the court case and all this stuff, and they basically like. The lawyer, their family friend lawyer who, like, got banned because everyone hates her because uh, she's really annoying. Uh, apparently, that's what they're – because she even said it herself. She's like, if I'm in the courtroom, they're just going to – there's going to be a negative light on it because she's already annoyed, like, every single person that's been involved in this whole thing. Uh, basically called her up and, like, said, hey, I'll give you every single case file. The entire thing, and you can, like, look at it. And she, like, went through the whole thing and, like, has some compelling information. Well, the big thing she noticed, and this is why I'm saying I don't know if she's that great or if everyone else is just that stupid, is that the whole case was based on the pinging off the cell, cell towers of received phone calls. And she says, but if you look at the bottom of the... Of the the like, fax cover sheet. Yeah, the fax cover sheet, it says... Receive phone calls are not accurate. Do not base, you know, location-based. It's not accurate. And then... And the, the fact that nobody else saw that at any well, point. Well, they did. The detectives didn't show the guy. They brought, uh, in, they brought in an expert to t- look at all the stuff, but they didn't give him the t- cover sheet. Right, that's right. And uh, so he made his, his analysis based on that everything was, like, it, the fact that it, where it was coming from... And then she sent him the cover sheet, and she's like, did you ever see this? And he was like, no. And then he wrote a letter saying, like, sorry, I just want everyone to know that I did not see this cover sheet, and if I had seen it, it would have changed That's my right. whole... Yeah, he, like, disappeared for a while, yeah, and then, like... Because he felt bad that yeah. he put this guy in prison. Interesting. He was like... So you really liked it, I guess. If we're, we're spending this much time on it. Um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't... It didn't really have a resolution. It was appointment viewing, though. Yeah, like I watched it on that on the Sunday night. Like I, I, I don't think any of the four episodes made it to Monday for me. Yeah, which is yeah, a yeah. which is like a big deal, I guess. Yeah, there's very few shows I gotta watch that night. What are the shows you gotta watch that night? Uh, Veep. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Game it, of Thrones. Yeah, you know, Game of Coming Thrones. Coming up. I, was, I figured maybe we'll talk about that first for a little bit. 
Um, what uh, I'm trying to think if there's well the challenge. The challenge. I'm a big challenge. Uh... <laughs> I can wait till Saturday. I can wait till Thursday for the challenge. <laughs> um, yeah, like I'll do John Oliver that the night of. But yeah, John Oliver like I get to like a couple days later. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not. Uh, I feel like he's not as fresh as he was. Interesting. When he started, but uh, I still love his you know humor and stuff. I like the whole wrestling uh, one they did this week. Vince McMahon. Yeah. So Vince McMahon like came back at him about yeah. it. Yeah. Of course he did. Um, but yeah. So. Um, all right, so it was a pretty decent documentary. So there's that was a so uh, the ending of that was this Sunday in the beginning of Veep and the beginning of Barry. How how'd you feel about Veep and Barry? I love Veep. I rewatched Veep. And Tony Hale is so freaking. So here's here's my theory on Veep right now. It's not really a theory. Okay, so there were two, all right. Just go and then thank I'll... you. Uh, I love Veep. Like I've loved it, but I am really looking forward to it being over. And then going back and rewatching it, binging, I think it's going to be such a better binge show than the one episode a week. Like when you can see the insults on top of each other, I think it's going to yeah. be pretty fantastic. My friend uh, Court, who used to quote Arrested Development all the time, he would like, he would like, not a quotable show anymore. No, he that'll come up. He he'll he'll set you up. He would set you up with like he'd start a discussion topic just to get you to say something that would lead a line into an arrested development. He's now doing that with Veep because he's fully he's fully vested in Veep. Nice, I love Veep. Yeah, I mean I laughed out loud pretty hard when he Tony Hale's writing her speech and she was dictating the speech. Right, and then there was this other scene where. Uh, they found out that there was a mass shooting, and they like got all excited. But they were trying to curb. <laughs> yeah. They were trying to curb their <laughs> their excitement. Um, I don't know. I think that show is great. Um, yeah. Um, I forgot. Um, all right. So Barry, what about Barry? Uh, I don't know. Barry might not be on my uh, Sunday night watch. So, it's moving down the down the line. So I didn't love Barry the way everybody loved Barry last year. I liked it. I I mean I'm, I I watched you know the first you know I'm I'm in. I'm not looking yeah. to get out. But I didn't love it the way uh, people seem to have loved it. I think it takes itself too seriously. Like I just want it to be funny, and I get it. Like that's not it's not up to me to make it funny. It's like you don't have to play the same character, and I I get it. But that doesn't mean I also have to like it. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it just seems to be a little more serious. We'll see how this season goes, but well, I heard in the beginning of the season that they had an interview with uh, not um, Alec Berg. Yeah, somebody, and he said that they like decided that they are not gonna make it a comedy. Like they're just gonna go basically drama and have a little bit of comedy in it. But it's not. Originally, it started off as. They wanted to make a comedy about this hitman. So Alec Berg's a showrunner. Yeah. Um, you know what Alec Berg worked on? Uh, not off the top of my head. Seinfeld. That's right. You know how you know that? Because he got a great name in Alec Berg. It's a great sounding name. It's Alec Berg. That's one of the things that's really great about shows that were super successful now. When you hear the showrunners, you're like, that name sounds familiar. And you're like, oh, it was a character in that. There's or there, I know there's another show where they do that um uh okay so that was sundays right is there anything else that was on sunday 
Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club finished on Monday. Oh, we didn't talk about that. All right, let's talk about... I can't believe we stuck through it. I, we, we stuck through it. We sat through all the episodes. And how uncomfortable was that ending when she was, like, giving out the, the uh, like, in, invitations to next season? Look, I don't know how, how she picked the people she picked. I mean, let's be honest. She's not sober the entire time. No. And I can't believe Brent. She just loves Brent. Well, I don't think she loves Brent. I think they have to have Brent because he's the only person interesting enough (coughs) to bring in for a second season. Who knows if they're going to even come back? There's no way they have a second season of this, right? There's just no way. Like, who's, like, other than us two and some other fucking idiots, who's watching this show? I don't know. They buried it on a Monday, so. There's a Monday night. It's like the whole basis is these people work at a club in Mykonos. And, like, there's a million... And they're fighting to work at it. For real. Yeah, yeah. And um, uh, they get yelled at because their clothes are not in the closet. Like, and that... It looks bad on the the brand of Lindsay Lohan because these people have, like, their underwear on the floor. It's like... It is, you're right. I loved when uh, 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 Kayla, like, talks shit. She's like, really, Lindsay? You're going to be fucking all pissed because my clothes aren't put away out of my suitcase. She's like, what does that have to do with my work? And then she like walks away and goes, keep doing the drugs you're doing. Oh, yeah. So you like that. See, I didn't like that. I didn't like that she said that, but I like that she stood up for her. Because that's uh, okay. a weirdo, man. Yeah. Well, I, I don't like that she she was... I still think um, you got to know your place in <laughs> okay. the reality scale. All right. So... The last episode when they got all pampered, have, did you see like the massage that they're getting where they're like shaking their butt and legs and stuff? You didn't notice that? No. I mean, maybe, but I don't remember it. No. So the girls like were in their cabanas, like getting their like a massage, like a cabana massage, and you know they're wearing like thong bikinis, and like these guys that work at the Lindsay Lohan Beach Club, who are the masseuses, like are basically like. Grabbing their butts and like shaking them. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't notice that because they were like actually like having a like the girls were having a normal conversation while these guys were doing that. They were like lifting their legs and shaking them and like doing all this weird shit. And I'm like, dude, this is a little uh, interesting to say. Well, I just like to add that the big drama on the season finale was that while they were having the day for them, Brent took their bottle. And gave the bottle to the hostesses, took the waitress's bottle, gave it to the hostesses, and they were really upset. And then he decided that he was going to buy them an even better bottle, but he needed somebody to lift him on his shoulders to bring it in. And the guy, like, fought him. (laughs) The guy refused to do it, which I would have refused. No, I I don't want you on my shoulders. Yeah, exactly. Um, That was the huge drama of the the season finale. It's quite a show. Uh... (laughs) It's quite a show. <laughs> we still stuck through it, though. But the best, the thing that makes it so good is is that she winds up partying at the end of every episode, like, and he. It's always just the guy that runs it. Uh, he's going. See, I like this. It. I this like is it. the Lindsay I love, the one who just wants to let loose, and you can just see she's like, 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 just so fucked up, and she's trying to dance, <laughs> and she's oh man, it's she's great. trying to act all wacky. And she's oh. just like, 
And then she's like, pretends to be a boss. Like, she'll be all wacky, and then she'll be like, I don't like how you guys do this. This is my brand. And yeah. And you're like, well, which Lohan are we getting here? Yeah, she has no idea what's, I mean, yeah. There's no rules. There's yeah. no rule. Like, one girl punches another girl in the face, and they they both it. they both get to stay. for. Like, they both get the jobs guy, in the like, future. Like, reaches out for yeah. his neck and, like. One guy, like, one guy gets to make out with, like, the guests are asked to make out with guests on purpose. The other guy takes his pants off and gets fired on the spot. <laughs> There's really no... I do agree that he should have got fired. Yeah, I do, too. Um, but either way. And none of these people are, tra- are very I loved compelling. how they, like, fired him, too. They're, like, passing around the photos. And, like, he's like, my photo's not here. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Papinos or whatever? Yeah, name? whatever. He's like... Uh, Sorry, you got Panos. Panos, you got naked. You're, you, can pack, <laughs> you can pack your bags. Probably could have just told me and not done this whole thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone's getting pampered and I don't see a picture of myself. All right, so stick it, stick it with MTV. Where are you on the challenge right now? And we'll try to, we'll try to I curve love the our challenge. challenge. We'll try to cur- curve it since. Um, I like that they threw the wrench in that everyone's uh, individual now. Yeah, me too. Um, because now Devon uh, can break free of Bear. <laughs> but I don't really like Devon either. She takes everything so personally. I don't like when people take things personally. Like when you're like, all right, listen. Who is it that's called out for you're being me. like a single mother or something? And she was like, that's what they do. I think when it, they yeah. get pissed off at me, they use, they bring that back. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, yes, yeah, so what, what kind of example are you trying to set for your mother? Here's the big revolution for me is I I can no longer be in the corner of Cara Maria. I mean, yeah, she's kind of she's she's been my girl since she was since she came on as as a, in Fresh Meat. Yeah. Um, I've like rooted for her, um, but I she has just become so unlikable. I agree. She's not. She's not the Cara Maria we liked. No. She's a completely. I don't like her with this new guy and like the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, he's a he's, and he's, he's Kyle is like all upset that they're doing it right in front of him, and he's the guy that's like hooking up with like every girl. <laughs> so who do you who do you like right now to win it all? Polly. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think I think there's too many people that don't it's like. It's gonna him. be Polly and Ninja. There's too many people coming for. They're him. gonna be in the finals. I think there's too many people coming for Polly. I do. I think that um, I didn't like. The, Watching, uh, what's her face throw up on the spin? Oh, uh, Cam, yeah. kill a Cam, kill a Cam. Uh, the person who refers to herself in the third person on every soundbite and somehow has more nicknames for only having been on the season twice and never winning anything. I did like that challenge though, it was or the elimination. I thought that was, yeah, I'm with you. That was tough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be, uh, there's going to be some fights. There's definitely going to be some fights. I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love that show. It's great. Uh, it is funny, though, how many people have been getting carried by other people. So it's going to be... So who do you think... Who do you think... Um, so you think Pauly. See, I think he's also outnumbered because the European Union is so strong in this. I do like the, Euro, the Euros. i got to say, I think it was a great job by Bunda Murray to bring in the Euros on their show. I love that whole uh, scene where Polly, or was it Polly, or no, it was Hunter and Wes like talk to uh, 
that blonde girl yeah. and they're like getting her to like like acting as like it was a therapy session and then got her I can't figure out who's this who like the combined brain power of Hunter and her it's like and I love when Wes is like hey you put me in and you beat me that's a notch in your belt yeah yeah <laughs> you beat a legacy <laughs> like whoa dude <laughs> I was gonna bring that up too but uh yeah um, uh, but I really think uh, I think the Ninja Warrior will be in it in the finals. It was funny. My friend, I have a friend who worked with the two twins that got knocked off a couple weeks, you know, in the beginning. Um, and he was telling me how night, like how he was like so so shocked that they were on the show because they're like not that they weren't nice on the show or anything, just but he's like, no, he was just like they're just really nice, normal people. You wouldn't expect to see them in like a celebrity <laughs> or like celebrity uh, a reality like show like that. So. Um, well, we didn't get to know their personalities. It's true. They were out early. Um, all right. So, you know what I did forget about on um, Sundays is a show you don't watch is Billions. Yeah, I saw that was back. Billions is great. And they started making, they started doing some interesting, they made some interesting musical choices. Last week they had on, um, shoot, I, I did not prep this well. They had on a, a song by somebody and I was just like, wow, they must have paid... I, oh, they had Bruce Springsteen. They played the opening of the of the show was Atlantic City by Bruce Springsteen, and I was like, "That's pretty. It's pretty big that they could get, uh, you know, a Bruce song for the show." I don't think that guy just gives his his songs out to TV shows like that. Um, but they're that show's good, but they're starting to make some of the most like. In it, like they they're starting to quote movies like at almost any time that somebody gives a speech to somebody, he's like, "Wow, you went real Neil Macaulay on that one, didn't you?" You know, <laughs> Neil Macaulay is Robert De Niro's character in Heat. They don't say anything about Heat, but then the other guy will be like, "Yeah, uh, when you catch the Heat coming around, you know, like they'll they'll quote it, and you're like, whoa." So I don't know how many of those things I'm missing, but the thing that's really interesting about that show is they have that person. The genderless person, Haitian guy, but they're like addressing that in like not it's not a main storyline, but they're addressing it throughout the show, and I think it's good. I like that they're doing it. Um, it's it's not the focal point of the show, but it, that it's like talked about. And like at one point, they made her wear like a wig to look like really hot to get these people, and she looked great, or it, they looked great. <laughs> um, at that point, she was a shit. Yeah. So So you're allowed to say shit. So Billions. Billions is, is good. What, what else you got? Um, I really like Better Things. I don't know if you watched that. Don't know, I don't know Better Things. It's with Pamela Adlon. It was created by her, oh, yes. her and Louis C.K. Yes. I would say that the writing this season without Louis C.K. is a little different. All right. Um, but there's a lot of like behind-the-scenes uh, film stuff. That is just so funny if you work like if you work on movies and stuff and behind the scenes stuff to like that's just so real that she makes fun of. But I think I love that show. Okay. Um, so that show's really good. I tried to watch Hannah. I watched two episodes of that out. It's okay. eight eight episodes. I don't think I'm doing any more than two. All right. Even though I love uh the movie. I love the movie and I love uh the two actors from the killing. Um uh, Muriel Enyus and uh, um, what's the guy's name? 
uh, from Suicide Squad. I can't remember his name. Uh, but I love those two actors. And What is it on, Amazon? It's on Amazon. Do you, do you, now do you have Hulu? I have Hulu, yeah. Oh, I don't have Hulu. Have you watched Shrill? No. I watched, so I went to the dentist and they had Hulu and they used to pick a show and I was like, I'll watch this. I was like, this is good. Okay, cool. Yeah. I'm glad she's getting a yeah. chance to do something else. It's going to be interesting, speaking of Sound Alive, like, I think Kenan Thompson's last year and like, it might be hers too. If she's doing another show. I don't know. Um, all right, let's talk about Silent Live. Right? I actually just watched Silent Live today from last week. What did you think? Um, eh. I thought, you know what I thought the funniest skit was? The one at the very end. With the, uh, where they're in class and they're doing the SAT. And then they're, like, giving, like, the whole essay on, like, the question. And, like, it's just a, it's a Scantron sheet. And she's like, ah, it yeah. should be just C. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. <clears throat> this is our drink that we're trying today. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, SNL this season. Uh, so you, you called, or you sent me text saying how excited you were that Adam Sandler is going to be on Saturday Night Live. What date? May 5th? May 4th. May 4th. Um, and my reply to you was, you said, is there any way that could be bad? And my reply was, Yes. He hasn't made a good movie in 10 years, and Saturday Night Live isn't funny most of the I'm time. I'm just now. telling you, there's going to be so many like old Saturday Night Live guys that show up for this that we're just going to... like. Look, I am fully expecting to be great. My friend I was with last night, he, he we don't talk about Saturday Night Live, and he brought it up to me. He was like, can you believe that Adam Taylor's going to be hosting? And I was like, you know... He's like, I think it's going to be really weird if they make him play old characters, because... He's going to, like, you're going to see how old he is now. <laughs> I feel like we're going to get the, uh, Peppa? I think we're, we're going to get No, that. I don't think we get that. You don't think? No. You don't think anyone can pull that off? I don't think anyone can pull it off. I just don't think if you're going to go with Adam Sandler, old, they're not going to do all old school things, right? They'll do maybe two, right? Two things that they bring back. If you're bringing back old Adam Sandler. The Gap, maybe. Mm, no, because you don't have Chris Farley, you know. You'd bring, David like, Spade's definitely going to be on. The things they would bring back, something from the news, right? Probably some kind of song. They might bring back, like, Opera Man. Or they might bring back, like, um, the what's the Boy Scout character? You know? Have Alec Baldwin and him again. Yeah, like, but Canteen Boy. Yeah. Like, those are, those are like, bigger things, you know, than, than the ones you're bringing up. It's going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, all right. What we do in the shadows? What we do in the shadows? I just watched the pilot, and I was about to delete the second episode. You're saying to watch the second episode. First, second episode is a lot better than the first episode. So, what we do in the shadows is like a, one of our favorite movies. Like we loved it. Um, um, we. I mean, did you go in with a bias already thinking that this is going to be? Yeah, of course, because I, you know, it's still, it's directed and written by the same guys. Oh, so, no, so you were thinking it's going to be good. Yeah, I thought it was Oh, I went in thinking there's no way this is good. Oh, I thought it was going to be really good. Uh, And didn't love the first episode. No. Couldn't get into the characters. I thought they needed, the characters needed a little bit more uh, of a character. Mm -hmm. Like, Like the actual, like, guys, but... 
The second episode is really funny. I really like the bit with the uh, energy vampire with the boring guy. Yeah. And then this this the second episode they go to like they're trying to take over Staten Island, so they go to like city council meeting. Okay. Which is really funny. All right. Well, I just I just found that I didn't really care much for at least the main vampire. I didn't like. And well, the, not the main the, the opening guy, the guy with the slave. Yeah. And the slave doesn't do much for me either. No, I wish. Yeah, no, I wasn't excited about him. Actually. Um. So all right, we'll we'll see. I did like the addition of having a female. I just thought that added some things. Um, I was afraid it was going to be the same kind of jokes rehashed. And it kind of was, even though it's not the same plot. It's the same, you know, because they're like into a bat and then running into something. Yeah, they had that. Um, I'm sure we'll get the wolves at some point. In yeah. Uh, all right. Speaking of rehashes that aren't going so well, how about Arrested Development? <sighs> Arrested Development, not an easy watch this last season, and it's one of those things where I think it's been gone and out of your, out of the you know, off TV for so long, like, I just don't care anymore. Right. So the joke's like, I don't even remember, like, what happened to reference, you know, what jokes they're talking about. I don't know. I just didn't, didn't like it. Okay, yeah. I watched the whole season, didn't find it funny. There's a couple things I laughed out loud at. I will say that. But they're very few and far between. Like, the times I laughed, I laughed very, very hard. Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what that was because they are, like I said, they're few and far between. Um, it's tough. It's tough. It's just let's, the time has passed on it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, like when they're wink winking, being clever about their own show within their show, like the whole bit about who would, like, it's like there's always money in the banana stand. Where'd that come from? Yeah. I think it's in South Park. That's not, it doesn't work. And then David Cross with his family, I didn't like. No. Um, there is no way you could have told me when I watched season two of Arrested Development that Mrs. Featherbottom would someday not be funny. I know. Miss Miss Featherbottom was like the funniest goddamn thing. And she just like... The joke didn't, didn't hit this time. Yeah. Um, well, um, all right. What else? Do I don't you... think there's going to be a season six. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Uh, do you watch This Is Us? I don't watch This Is Us. All right. I am, I'm six episodes behind. Okay. But, um, I still watch it. I still get the feels from it. I don't love it. I, I find one of the characters to be just, I find, I I actually don't really care much for most of the kids' characters. But I still, for some, it always gets me. They don't, and and I think they're smart about how far they go with their stuff. So I don't know. I'm into that. You also don't watch Catastrophe, do you? Catastrophe? Yeah, yeah that's like one of my favorite shows. Oh, did you watch the new season of Catastrophe? Yeah. Oh, it's I did not watch hilarious. it yet. That whole, whole show is hilarious. It's amazing. I have never heard you talk about Catastrophe. Uh, I've talked about it a lot, actually. I've recommended it. Okay. And uh, great writing on that show. And yeah. that main guy, Rob, is fucking hilarious. I didn't realize that they wrote it. Yeah, they wrote it. I had no idea that they, the couple wrote that the, the main couple writes it. Yeah, I think she directs it too. Yeah, I had no idea. Um, I did not see the season yet. I felt like last She's season. Pretty talented. She wrote a that divorce show on. Yeah. Um, I did not 
see this season yet. I thought the last season started to get a little serious towards the end, and that was scaring me off a little, so I haven't jumped in. The episode from last season where he yells at the kid is the fucking best. When he yells at the like kid that's bullying or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, the best is the other characters. Yeah. So we were talking to my friend that I was... Uh, so this weekend I went and saw... Last week I went and saw Paul Oakenfold. <laughs> I told you that, right? No. Oh, I didn't tell you what I did? That's where you went with Ora? So yeah, my buddy, he works for Paul Oakenfold. And I said, he's like, hey, you want to come hang out with us one night? I said, sure. Let me know uh, when, he's, when you guys are in town doing something. And he's like, hey, Paul's playing at the Academy on Saturday. If you want to go, I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. I thought the Academy was going to be like, um, like a... Like mutant, like the Grammy Academy or the you know something like that. It's a club called the Academy, oh, okay. and um, I showed up. My friend and I showed up, and we were just like, "What the fuck are we doing here?" It's like he doesn't go on, and he didn't go on until eleven thirty at night. Huh. Yeah, perfect. But like the thing that was so funny, so <clears throat> we're like VIP, so we get to go hang out on stage. So it's like. Paul Oakenfold, he's de- his computer. He's he's, he's DJing. <laughs> um, he's fifty five years old, um, and he's still doing this. We're we're in a table behind him, and he's not up there yet. There's just a few people like hanging out, and then when he shows up, and there's another DJ performing in front of us. I was taking video because I'm documenting the whole thing because I thought this is definitely something we're writing. Um, because all the video I took was basically of somebody like pressing a button and turn around and just talking to people, you know, and all this. And then I went down and I watched it from the from the crowd, and everyone's just like, like losing their shit. <laughs> but he shows up, and when he shows up, he's got like an entourage of like twenty people. They're all like fifty. They're all British. And they're all completely out of their minds and still into this world. There's a guy who showed up in a fur coat. He was he had like he was had to be at least fifty. He was around fifty probably. He showed up in a fur coat and um, refused to take it off. It's fucking so hot in there. So he he went all out that he was going to wear this that night. So he spent he walks in with it. He tries the last. And you see he can't. So he just starts wrapping it around just one arm, and he spends the whole night with his fur coat around one arm <laughs> because he made the commitment that he's going to wear this fur coat. And my friend and I are sitting there, and we're just like, "Holy shit, this is crazy!" Um, not like crazy good. This is just insane. And um, I just started videotaping things and people, and like, is this Orac that you were talking about? Well, I mean, no, but yeah, else. like Peter, what came with me? Oh, okay. And he's like, because I was like. O'Rock would probably be used to this. Yeah, yeah, no. O'Rock's, like, yeah. helping run it. So, like, um, no, so Peter's, like, you know, O'Rock introduces to Paul. He's super nice. Just talking for a little bit. Could barely hear him because it's so loud in there. And then uh, Peter and I are sitting there, and Peter's, like, this is just, like, something, like, that those fringe characters in Catastrophe would be doing. And we just start talking about how much those are the best characters on the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. his his two friends are like the two best. Yeah, yeah, that are the husband and then the yeah, and the 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 addict. Yeah, those guys are the best. Uh, so yeah, I guess that's it for TV. I mean, is there any other ones for you? Uh, no, I think we're. Good. You said you don't do documentary now. 
I don't do that. Ugh. I, I, re- I want to see the one. I can't find it anywhere. The one that you were telling me about. But. Um, I just watched one with Kate Blanchett where she's like a performance artist, and she's like, it's just making fun of all these crazy performance art pieces. Mr. Brainwash is one of the people okay. they interviewed during it, and then um, she's married. She like married Fred Armisen, who is the only one he's been in so far, and he's like another performance artist but he's like just lazy didn't do anything so like they were showing an exhibit of him like he's mocking what art is or something it was like army men in a nice tray it was like the name of his sculpture and like and all these people think he's so talented and other people are like well he just married somebody who's really talented and now he's like and um the documentary is about how he was gonna come to this to her final show and their camera's following him, and then he steps, and he's like, well, where am I? And a trap door opens, and he falls through it, and he falls right into the stage, and the curtain falls down, and he's just hanging from a giant penis. He's, like, stuck in a giant penis, and everybody just starts applauding. <laughs> anyway, it was really funny. Uh, documentary now, it's really good. But you don't watch Killing Eve, right? That's I don't watch funny. Killing Eve. Very good. Okay. That starts tomorrow. All right, so... Should we even talk about tournament? I was going to say, like, what are your predictions? But uh, we're already, like, half... Well, I mean, I, I, I'm going to take Virginia and Michigan State and Virginia See, I was going to go Michigan or uh, Texas Tech, Virginia. Okay, well, maybe we'll bet the second game then. Uh, I think Texas Tech's going to... Uh, I did, we'll bet who buys each other's wings. I bet, I bet the under in the first game and the over in the second. All right. They're so both the, at 132. So this next segment, is, we're going to have to set up a little bit. Wait, that's it? That's our whole basketball preview? Well, I don't know. How's your tournament been? My tournament's terrible. I hadn't been able to watch any of it. Sorry about your Carolina. Yeah, they play. They Well, they Auburn just couldn't miss. It was amazing. Yeah, that's what I heard. They were hitting threes like nonstop. I didn't watch any of it. But Carolina lost two. They've already lost two freshmen to the draft. That team's going to be decimated next year. Um, the, Duke, the Duke stuff's obviously the most interesting. And like you said. I read a whole article about uh, the shoes. The shoe contract. Oh, yeah? It's on ESPN. About, like, it's going to be the biggest uh, shoe contract of all time. Yeah, I think we were all, all going to guess that. Um, but it was awesome to watch that team. I don't know, that Duke team, because they cared so much. I love that. Uh, okay. So. All right, so we got two uh, food things. Oh, Duke looking into claim that Nike paid Zion's mother. Oh. By the way, those shoes disappeared. What do you mean? Someone stole them. The broken ones. From where? From, they don't know. From, I guess, wherever someone was holding them. Really? And they're worth, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. See, now, this is interesting stuff. Yeah. Um, did you, uh... Okay. Interesting. All right, so we have two food things. First one... Wait a second. Before I say break that news, Duke is looking into... It was Michael Avenatti's allegation that Nike paid Zion's mother. That guy. Anyway. Yeah. All right. All right. So the the official drink of the uh, NCAA tournament's been this orange vanilla Coke, which sounds awful. Yeah. So I got a couple of those. Great. And we're going to try that. And then this company called Fuego Box did this prostate, the raising money for uh, prostate cancer. Mm Mm-hmm. So they did this Coke 
Coco Challenge, it's called, that basically uh, Dax, Shepard, and uh, Kristen Bell, like, basically, like, made famous. Not made famous, but got made viral. Okay. Because they uh, did it on camera, and it, like, kind of went, you know, went viral. There you go. Uh, But, uh, so we're going to try it. All right. We're not doing it the way it normally should be done, because normally it should be, like, we need to eat one each. But uh, we're going to split one. And uh, we'll see how hot it is. Okay. So I'm going to pause this, and then we're going to come back and do it. All right, so I have the orange vanilla Coke here. I haven't had I haven't had chocolate milk in so long. Well, we're not drinking the chocolate milk. That's there in case in case you have an emergency. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have it because now that it's here, it looks right, very so, tasty. <laughs> so, chocolate or the orange vanilla Coke uh, doesn't sound very appetizing. Well, do you like creamsicles? Not in a drink form. Um, so this has been the. Uh, Official drink of the tournament. Doesn't smell that bad. It, it smells like orange soda. It smells like orange soda. Oh, so we're gonna try. Thumbs up. There you go, Cheers. It's like cream soda. Yeah, it does taste like cream soda. It's not very interesting. No, it's not very flavorful. It's pretty bland. Yeah. It's not terrible. Not, not something Coke should spend millions and millions of dollars on, on promoting. I'd be hard-pressed to find the person that is, like, searching for this taste. Maybe we'll use that to cool our, cool our mouth. All right, nice. so, basically, this Fuego Box Chocolate Challenge, it gives all these instructions that you're supposed to film yourself and put it online, but I think that's already passed, and we're probably not going to do that. It'd be interesting to film ourselves because it's going to be funny. I'll film it. But uh, but basically, it comes in this box, and you open it up. It's got a skull on it, and it says, "It says you must be loco to consume this consume this cocoa." Great, right? right? And so, what's the deal? Why are we doing this? Because we support prostate cancer. No, we don't. Not. No, we don't want. We don't support. Prostate. We don't want prostate cancer. We support. Some of the money, or half the money, came uh, goes to uh, the charity or whatever. So, so on the box it says. Uh, well, I didn't last, start taping it yet. Talk. Last chance. Okay. It says last chance to turn back. If we want. Um. So it's basically a chocolate infused with. Um, Black Reaper pepper. It's like a new new, oh, new Reaper pepper. Spicy chocolate infused with black Reaper pepper. That's what it is. Warning, extremely spicy on here. And you can have the smaller piece because I know you don't like the, uh, the spicy stuff. All right, I'm going to... I'll film us just because you said you're supposed to do it. We got the titties in the back, though. It's all right. You can't see what that is. <laughs> Why do you even have that? All right. So you just eat this. It's got a story. And it's going to be really, really hot. It's going to be very hot. Have you seen other people eat this? Yeah. there's. You, you can go on YouTube and watch like a million people doing it. <laughs> Getting the milk ready. Yeah. You have to... Most You're supposed to drink like one. You're supposed to eat like one each. But we're splitting one. Okay. Uh, but people have been doing it. Oh, yeah. It's like a big thing. 
Could you just put it all in your mouth at once? I would do it. I wouldn't. Uh... Oh, I'm so nervous for this. Yeah, it smells like peppers. So just eat it. Yeah, it's hot. Getting a little ting right now. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's got a little burn. And you're spitting it out? Uh oh. <clears throat> yeah, I gotta drink. <clears throat> oh my god. That's gonna last for a while. <clears throat> I went to my nose. <laughs> That's going to last for a long time. Oh, my God. Why would someone make this? <clears throat> Why would someone make this? I can't even talk. <laughs> yeah, it's very spicy. I'm turning the video off. Oh, my God. Oh, you didn't turn the video on. I can't even the tongue. Oh, it's horrible. We're not going to be able to go out right out after this. All right. Cut the podcast. That's it. All right. Later. How you feeling? How long has it been? So it's been like three minutes. No. It feels like it's been an eternity. I, my tongue is still burning right yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I started. My nose is running. My eyes are watering. Um, yeah. I think the lingering effects is going to be on for a while. You don't have any ice. I know. I don't. What's wrong with you? I don't use ice. I don't know what to tell you. Who doesn't use ice? Give all these bottles of alcohol over there. What do you mix them with? Well, when I... I, I used to have ice, all right? I don't have ice now. <laughs> I just want something cold to, like, rest in my tongue. I keep taking this orange vanilla Coke. Yeah, I don't think the orange soda is the way to go for that. Oh. So, yeah, my, my tongue is pretty hot, spicy right now. Yeah. I almost threw up. But uh, I didn't. You have to walk around. You got to get some motion, motion going. Mm. And that's not even an exaggeration. Like, it's hot. Yeah. Like, we're not even doing that for the podcast. It's freaking, uh, it's really hot. There's a lot of, uh, we're supporting pro- prostate cancer research. Um, so we did this for a good cause. You're welcome, asses. You're welcome, asses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, Have you ever had your prostate checked? Once. It's not fun. That's not fun. Neither is this, though. I guess it's, it's not good on either end. No, there you go. It's not good on either end. Oh, that's right. right. Well, we, well waited, we waited a week for that. How do you feel? Um, like, we're gonna, we're supposed to go out and go eat, like, like spicy we'll food. and We'll be fine, by the way. Holy moly. You're not going to get really hot wings, is what you're saying. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that just kind of ruined my whole plan of attack for food today. Uh, and the thing is, like, there's stuff that's like in my teeth or my gums. That are going to... I don't even know if it's... the day, that's going to just pop out. I don't know if it's Coco Loco or if it's, like, real food. But I'm scared of it. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, uh, we'll post that video. I don't know. If, no. I don't know if you'll like it, but 
I don't know, we'll post, we'll at least post a snapshot. It's not a really entertaining video. No one's ever seen us do the podcast. Not that we'd even need to. Yeah. yeah. Four people that are listening. <laughs> All right. Look, well, people watch Mike Francesa do a podcast. Don't watch anything. Exactly. All right. Well, we'll see you next week. Later. Yep.